Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, October 5th, and that means it's time for another episode of Chatting with Agnes and Cecilia. I'm Cecilia Sup. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm the principal and founder of Rogue Tulips, and we do nonprofit consulting. I'm here, as usual, with my co-host and friend and colleague, Agnes. I'm going to throw it over to Agnes to say hello. Thank you, Cecilia. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our global audience, wherever you're joining us from. My name is Agnes. Agnes Amos Coleman. I'm an author and a consultant. Over to you, Cecilia. Great. Thank you, Agnes. And we are delighted today to have Kimberly Stansell, who is with Strategic Planning Partners, her own consulting company on meetings and events. And she's here to share some of her thoughts and prognostications on what events and meetings are going to look like after the pandemic ends. Kimberly, welcome. Would you like to say hello and kind of address that big issue? Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm happy to be here. And um, as you said, um, the name of my company is Strategic Planning Partners, and we produce corporate meetings, conferences, and special events in the healthcare and the technology sectors. So in thinking about the topic, what will the industry look like, meetings and events uh, post-COVID, um, I think we have to look at it from a different point of view. I think a lot of what the industry will look like and how we plan and execute meetings and events will largely depend upon how the pandemic becomes, ends, how it ends, how it comes full circle. So a lot of uh, the protocols and practices and communication strategies that uh, groups are who are planning meetings and events at this time, if they're allowed to in their particular region, um, those protocols and practices will be with us permanently. That's mm -hmm. what I believe. So what are some of the things you're seeing, Kimberly, that you feel are going to change forever? I think, um, well, communication, number one. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. How we communicate with attendees will change. We will communicate even more, especially prior to an event. So pre-meeting, during a meeting, and post-meeting. And the reason I believe that the communication will change is because we have to um, be very deliberate and purposeful in explaining to people what health uh, protocols are in place. Health and safety mm -hmm. will, I think, will be with us uh, indefinitely. Um, so communicating, you know, letting people know that we have a, a code of conduct. So this mm -hmm. is what we are doing as the meeting sponsor. This is what the venue is doing as the venue host. And then this is your responsibility or these are the expectations that we have for you as the meeting attendee. So that the communication will definitely stay with us. Um, enhanced communication. Um, the, uh, the protective gear. Um, mm depending upon um, whether or not we have a, is, is, will a vaccine be the thing that ends a, a COVID? Um, mm -hmm. And then if we do have a vaccine, there may be a, a segment of our population who doesn't want to take it. So those individuals, they may still want to wear, feel comfortable meeting with others, wearing a mask, wearing a shield, going to venues that have protective shields in between seating. So that definitely will change. And then some of the, the cleanliness that a lot of the venues um, are executing now. I think that those are some of the key areas that will stay with us. 
that's really interesting to me on the cleanliness side, just simply because not that we want to go down that rabbit hole, but I just asked myself, why weren't they doing that before, <laughs> you know, uh, but that's a tale for another, another time. Um, so what do you think right now, uh, Kimberly, could, people could be doing to help themselves during the pandemic? Like, do you have any suggestions or tips right now for event and meeting planners in this weird well, time? It's, yeah. So I think what I saw with my network and my colleagues, um, when everything happened and the, the safer at home orders, the stand home orders went into place. So everybody was shelter in place and mm. everyone was gathering virtually and Zoom was like the, one of the most popular places for people to gather. So you, mm -hmm. people were kind of on Zoom overload um, because you needed to know what was happening. You wanted to hear who was doing what, who was able to have meetings, who wasn't, who was who was temporarily laid off and so forth. So now that things have settled, um, staying connected to good information and key resources. So I, for my, I'll use myself as an example. Um, initially I was going, participating in two and three meet Zoom activities a day. Now, months into it, um, I participate with select outlets. So anything that the, the, the um, Events Industry Council uh, mm -hmm. hosts, I will attend that because I'm a CMP, a Certified Meeting Professional. Anything that Meeting Professionals International hosts, I will attend that. And then there's a few other organizations that um, I, I find um, their delivery of information very helpful. So staying mm -hmm. connected to key information and keeping that narrow. Um, not Don't attend everything. Because mm -hmm. what happens sometimes is um, you can get overwhelmed and that overwhelmment could lead to discouragement. And we want to mm -hmm. stay encouraged during this time. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's great advice. I, I actually just kind of figured that out a few weeks ago. Uh, it's like everything doesn't have to be a Zoom meeting and you can't do everything. So I love right. that. I'll seize that as well. So I know Agnes has a question uh, that she wants to talk about too. So over to you, Agnes. You know, I, I think Kimberly's probably covered that question under your question, which is, what are some of the success strategies for us as meeting planners? But if you haven't, please share with our audience. And then I have another question for you, because you know I'm a meeting planner as well, and I have a lot of thought process on this. So over to you, Kimberly. Well, um, there's three things that I would uh, say to meeting professionals. One, you want to stay informed. So we just talked about that, staying connected to good information. You want to stay connected. You want to stay connected to people in the profession who are encouraging, who are forward thinking, um, who can speak life into the situation. Mm -hmm. And then you want to stay encouraged because this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know how soon or when the COVID-19 will come to a conclusion and what the world will look like, but it, it will pass. It will end and we will end up on the other side of this, I believe, globally as a better world, better citizens and better versions of ourselves. So those are, those are key strategies. One thing that I found in participating in a lot in some of the uh, webinars is that a lot of uh, professionals are not aware of what I call bridge the gap resources. So there's, there are opportunities, um, depending upon where you're located, 
to apply for uh, income replacement. So here in the United States, if you're a self-employed person, for example, you can apply for unemployment. And I was on a meeting just yesterday and uh, someone mentioned that and there were a lot of people on the call who were not aware of that in other parts of the country, of the United States itself. Um, uh, your associations, all the associations in the industry have been terrific in supporting us. And so there are scholarships for additional training. Um, there, I know with uh, the CNP, with Events Industry Council, if this is your year to recertify your CNP yes. designation, that fee is being waived. That's a tremendous savings. Oh, that's that's cool. awesome. So, you know, identify for yourself, bridge the gap resources, because we all make better decisions when we're not under financial distress. Mm -hmm. And a lot of professionals mm -hmm. are in that situation right now. Right. That's right. Oh, so, that's and then awesome. Agnes, you had another question? That you mentioned? Yes, thanks, Cecilia. Kimberly, as far as that, you know, our industry, the bedrock of our industry is really looking at how we source our events and mm -hmm. meetings through convention centers, hotels, and all the stakeholders that are involved. So I'm interested in how this, is going to change or what this would look like with the pandemic? Is it going to be different or is it going to be business as usual? So I, I like to get your take on this. Well, during this time, because so many of us um, cannot travel or, or are not comfortable traveling, um, we can do virtual site visits. So mm -hmm. for example, um, a group called Meeting Sites Pro, every Thursday, they host a, a virtual tour of a, a venue. And I think that that's going to be here to stay. So mm -hmm. it will be a combination of what we thought we're doing pre-COVID. Um, you know, you send out an RFP electronically, and then you get the responses back. But rather mm -hmm. than going on an actual a physical site visit um, or going to, you know, a convention center or a CVB for a visit, it will all be virtual. And I must mm -hmm. say, I've been on a couple of them um, the virtual site visits, and they're quite impressive. And again, as we get, as we're used to doing this, all of these practices will become more and more refined and more sophisticated, and they may be the way to go. That may be our standard operating way of doing business, our standard operating procedure in, mm -hmm. in um, doing site visits. Wow, this really, uh, I, I didn't know that. I am not a CMP, so I, I did not know that about events. And, and I have just done my share of physical site visits. Uh, but that's really cool. I think that yeah. we're really uh, learning new ways to exploit, and I maybe exploit's not the best word, but exploit technology to our advantage. Uh, I think a lot of technology has been underused. But we have a few minutes left here. We have about five minutes left on our episode. So I got to ask the question, Kimberly. Uh, is this profession of meeting planning and event planning going to go away, maybe? Oh, hmm. that is a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. And that would be one of the success strategies that I would have for um, meeting professionals is hmm. you need to create a vision and a plan for what you want your career and your life to look look like at the end of on the other side of this COVID experience mm -hmm. um, as a planner the average planner has a, a, a very broad skill set most planners are project managers mm -hmm. uh, most planners have a marketing background because they partner with the commu internal communications department to produce uh, information that's going to be disseminated to att attendees mm -hmm. uh, most planners have a PR background 
And most planners are used to providing excellent customer service and dealing with difficult personalities. Mm. All of those skills, soft and hard skills, are transferable into other opportunities. So that's what I, that would be the advice I would give, the encouragement that I would give planners who they went, they were on furlough, thinking that they were possibly going back to their job, and now they've moved into permanent separation. Be open to other opportunities to use your skill set. You don't have to abandon the industry, but let's say that you you uh, work for a hotelier, and um, you would plant you were the event manager there. There may be an opportunity for you to move into the marketing de department. So you're still within our circle of influence and, and type of venues and vendors that we work with and partner with as a planner, but you're doing something else to use those skills. You're still staying in close proximity. So when the industry comes back, you, your, your experience, you're able to bridge that experience back to your original profession. But I do think that we as planners, we will, we will still have jobs. There will still be a profession, um, but it may look a little different. Mm -hmm. um, another example I'd like to give you, um, through Coursera.org, uh, they are offering through John Hopkins University, there's a COVID-19 uh, contact specialist certificate. It's free. The program is free. It's a seven-hour pro uh, program. And mm -hmm. so uh, some planners might want to consider taking that course and getting that certification, that certificate rather, mm -hmm. um, because who knows? There may be an opportunity on a planning team to consult on uh, your health and safety protocols, and you will have taken that class, and you will understand how contact how contact tracing works, and you you'll have that certificate and that experience. But definitely, I believe there will be opportunities for planners planners, but we, it will be broader. It's like we went from being order takers planning mm -hmm. the. And beverage and the logistics to being strategic planners. That's what most planners are now. We're strategic partners. We come to the table. We come into a meeting, a stakeholder meeting uh, at the highest level of organizations, and we help them develop their strategy. So we're strategists. And so we, we need to, we will be have opportunity to expand on that uh, post-COVID. Wow, that's really, and that's very positive and inspiring, and I love that, uh, especially about getting a certificate. It's a great time to add something to your skill set, so that's wonderful advice. We are down to like our last minute and a half here, so unfortunately, we got to wrap up for today, but um, first, I want to ask Agnes if she has any closing thoughts, and then Kimberly, we're going to ask you for the one thought that you would like our audience to take away today, so Agnes? Thanks, Cecilia. Kimberly, I just want to thank you so much for joining us. I think you shared some really great insights and I'm very appreciative of what you're able to also share as far as how, the, how we meeting professionals can really keep on top of this pandemic. And I do share and echo your thoughts that it's going to get better. I mean, these are going to turn the corner, but whether we're ready to turn the corner is what's really important. And I think some of your insights is very crucial in preparing us mentally, emotionally, and physically to get us ready. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank well, you. I echo that. Um, I'm sorry, Kimberly, you were making a statement. Oh, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity. And again, I just can't stress enough to the audience, to planning professionals, to folks in the hospitality industry, you know, stay informed, stay connected, and stay encouraged because we are going to make it to the other side of this. And just use this time wisely, um, you know, learn as much as you can and be open to more opportunities 
just be open to grow and, and don't let fear paralyze you and don't let the uncertainty paralyze you because this too shall pass. Oh, excellent. And I love that. Yes. It's one of the sayings I, I have used over the years is this too will pass like a bad kidney stone, but it will pass. So it's uncomfortable <laughs> and painful, but we'll get through it. So well, we have to go rogue for now. Uh, we want to thank again, our wonderful guest, Kimberly Stancell of Strategic Planning Partners. Kimberly, if people want to reach out to you uh, directly, what's the best way for them to do that? To reach out to me through LinkedIn. LinkedIn, and is it and it's Kimberly Stansell. That's correct. At LinkedIn. Excellent. Well, like I said, we have to go rogue for now. But uh, again, we want to thank Kimberly for joining us today and bringing such a positive light to this ongoing situation we're all in. Uh, and if you'd like to learn more about Rogue Tulips, you can visit our website, roguetulips.com. We also encourage you to check out the 501C League, which is a virtual membership group for everyone in the nonprofit community and the people who love them. You can check that out at the 501Cleague.net. And as Agnes and I always say, take 15 minutes and talk to somebody because you might learn something. So until next time, everyone, we're going to go rogue for now. Bye and see you next week. Thank Bye -bye. you. <laughs>